One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Today's episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a meal delivery plan It is 100% heart-healthy, plant-based, made without gluten, oils, or refined sugar. All customers receive eight meals and two sides for only $100 plus $9.99 shipping. They offer an exciting new menu each week that are shipped out on Mondays. Based in New Jersey, Tri Vegan delivers north to Vermont, south to Maryland, west to Pennsylvania, includes all major cities such as New York and Philly. There's no contract or commitment, and you all, my audience, can save 25% off your first order, promo code, capital L, capital Y, capital T, capital Y, yoga. That's lit yoga. Website is tryveganmealprep.com. Vince is a friend of mine. He is an amazing human being. And I have this myself. This saves me time and energy. And I get these delicious, delicious homemade meals delivered right to my doorstep. So try vegan yourself. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Lit Yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is Wednesday Q&A, you ask questions and I answer, but I have a little combo. I have a guest on my Q&A, my husband. And my puppy is here as well. I don't think he's going to respond, but he'll sit here and look at us lovingly. <laughs> so we have. I asked you guys if you wanted to ask us some questions about how people, couples are surviving during this pandemic that we are currently in. And boy, did you guys have some good questions. So we'll start off. How do you handle each other when one is acting like a child? Well, first of, first of all, welcome, Mark Hyman. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Laura Hyman. <laughs> okay. And going right into it, Art Soul Movement asks, how do you handle each other when one is acting like a child? Why don't you take Oh, this? I'll take the lead on that since um, one of us doesn't act like a child very much. Dun-dun-dun. Um, you know, I, I think actually is probably not handled well because sometimes... Uh, This doesn't pertain so much to during the pandemic, but I think in other times there have been moments where I felt like you have acted like a child and (laughs) it's like having a third child. And so I probably, if if somebody acts like a child, I treat them like a child. (laughs) So um, that doesn't happen too often, but it certainly, I think in the pandemic time period, uh, I don't think we've had too many moments where that's happened. I mean, we should back up a little bit and mention, like, why don't we talk a little bit about our our togetherness in right. general is well, probably a little unusual compared to some. I think it's also different if you're 
if you have a partner who's acting like a child and you have children, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's difficult. Uh, you sometimes tell me I'm acting like a child and we have with the children than if it's just, just the two of you. But I think that it's actually probably, we have less of that now mm-hmm. because we just have other, we've, our kids are around so much and we're, we're just doing more family type stuff. So there's not, there's not really as much, upper, there's more parenting happening and less time for to be in our own, you know, mm-hmm. woe is me type of acting like a baby uh, or child. And I probably, I would imagine people that have those time periods where they're as a couple are having one acting like a child, the person who's acting like a child is acting like a child for a reason. It might not be the most effective thing, but it might be like, Hey, I'm not getting enough attention. Attention. That's what children do. Or so sometimes it's just like that inner child not the good one, but the, the one who's, you know, just is acting like that for you for a reason. Again, it might not be the most effective thing, but sometimes if you can look past that, which I have in the past, I've realized like when you have acted like a child in the past, it is often because you have not gotten enough attention from me, I would say. Would you say? Yeah. yeah but, <laughs> <laughs> now but, you have me all the time. I know. See, no, I'm, but I also, yeah. I'm probably also the more childish, mm-hmm. silly one of mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. two. And I have you know, like the kids to be childish or silly or goofy in, in that way mm-hmm. as well. So childish in that yeah, way I have. Exactly. Uh, I don't, have I don't think that. that person is No, probably not for talking that. about that, but yeah. there's, there's all aspects of that. Yeah. yeah. So I would say to anyone who is in a situation now, pandemic, spending a lot more time, and you do feel like your significant other partner is acting like a child, maybe think of the reason why they are. Yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's hard. N- none of us do it well. I, I'm not at all um, perfect by any means. I don't do this well. But to, if we can look through and understand the reason why someone is behaving the way they are, it's like when, you know, the whole line of hurt people hurt, it's knowing that, okay, even though the, their mechanism of, of conveying information is not effective and is probably hurtful, there's a reason. There's a need. And there's a need. There's a need. So mm-hmm. if it, I think that makes it easier if you could understand that, that it's got to be coming from somewhere. And I've just been talking to Jonah, our son, about that. It's like when someone's doing something that's not nice, it's that person's hurting or needing something and might mm-hmm. just not be an effective being in a place to be effective, uh, use effective communication. And, you know, I think at being, uh, even though we're not, we don't need to shouldn't have to read the other person. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you sort of can, can sense, okay, this is what this person, I could tell this is what this person needs. And mm-hmm. you're pretty good at, pretty good at that with me. I understand. Yeah. I mean, when you're with somebody long enough, you do know the, the kind of waves that the tendencies, and that is one with you that you, when you haven't gotten enough attention from me, it'll come, it'll come <laughs> out in some way. I'll stop around. He is, you know, kind of, I'm loud anyway, he's kind of so, a cute yeah. little, child he'll stomp around and things like that but and it could be as simple as you know you just ask like what's going on and it seems like you're upset about something you know or um i think it's it calls for either you to ask directly or just give them the space to have that little temper tantrum you know and and you're going to have to give a lot of space at this time because everyone's fragile and, yeah. and on edge and with mm-hmm. things. So yeah, it's part of it. Yes. On that note, we were asked by someone, LOL, laugh out loud. 
Most couples will ask, how have you not killed each other? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I, I mean, you and I have worked, we have worked for ourselves since the beginning of our marriage. We've this June in what is that two months? Mm-hmm. We'll be married 19 years. That's mm. a long time. Yeah. Like they're people who are 19. <laughs> <laughs> Small persons, you know, that yeah. are 19. Um, so I think that we have always worked or been around each other a lot more than a lot of couples in a lot of ways early on. So I think we knew how to move and groove with each other and and work in our own way, even if the other person was nearby. So I think probably if people have been very accustomed to having separation during the day, come together at night or, you know, in the morning, this is a different experience for them. Yeah. This is more, I think, different because with the kids being around, that that's mm. the, bi- the big difference. We're used to having, and we have our own in the things that we do solo. And then we, we're doing pretty much our daily walks with Orlando mm-hmm. coming together, but we have a lot of our own. And I think it probably is knowing the boundaries. And if you're going to be together for a lot, I think we've, I've learned to, that I need to, for you, I think I, I had been more involved in your yoga world and I've purposefully stepped back because it, that wasn't always working so well. That was your your world, and I didn't. I was sort of stepping on toes. I think a little bit, and and that. So it's just easier for me to back out of that world. And then when you need me, or you want me to do a podcast, or you want some feedback on a website stuff, I'm there for you. But it's. I think it's having that separation, knowing those walls can and the walls are are good. You know, mm-hmm. you, you want yeah. some walls there and like, this is your space, this is my space and honoring that uh, helps sort of make it. And I think when, when you're doing, I mean, if you are uh, with your partner and at home and you have the good fortune to both have jobs and be working right now, you can still have that, you can still find room even in a very small terrain where you can find that the metaphysical, if not um, logistical space to do your own thing. Because that separation, I think people get on each other's nerves and feel like they're going to like, quote unquote, kill each other if you're just on top of each other all the time and getting, you know, you you still are two humans coexisting at the end of the day. Of course, we love each other and all that. But as humans, we need our own time. We need to be able to have our own space to some degree. And then we need to be able to come together and to do that well, I think just is some of it is just figuring all all of it out, what your needs are. And I think like what you said, it's it's good to know the other's needs. And know? we're fortunate enough we we have space in our our home where yeah. we can yeah. have our like I have my office, you have your office space, and you know, we could we could go get time with ourselves. Yeah. We don't have to go out to do that. Yeah, we're, we're lucky. Lu- we're lucky we're really that. lucky. Like if and this was happening, like when we first started cohabitating in our first apartment, that was even quite spacious. But we we would have had to kind of figure out like, hey, I'm going to do work in this room yeah. and you do work in this room or something like that. And then we'll come together for a meal or you, you just, I think some of it is like logistically honoring each other and giving each other enough space so that you can come together. And it's not like you're just living on top of each other. I think also it's about keeping uh, roles flexible, right? Mm-hmm. So there's certain days yes. when you have, like today, I had a pretty light day work-wise and you had a pretty packed day 
work-wise. So I sort of was in charge of some meal stuff or mm-hmm. I'll go out to the pharmacy or get some, I did the food shopping today because I happen to have a light day. So like there's not set defined roles of where I, I think it's just understanding that those are going to be changing day, uh, day to day. And, and so um, I think that makes that. it a lot, a lot easier is that we have been much more uh, just not amorphous. I think it's just flexible, open, mm-hmm. open-minded about who does what. And, and, you know, I'll ask for help and you'll say yes. And you'll, you'll say, what do you need? So some of it too, is if you're living at home now and, and it is like, you've had kind of defined roles, you might need to be more flexible. Like somebody might need to do something <laughs> you're not used to doing like laundry or or, you know, preparing for a meal or something like that. So yeah, it requires flexibility. I think it's a great time actually to pay attention to each other more and pay attention to each other's needs more and also give yourself space for your own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think one more, this is, this is funny because there were quite a few of these, uh, Clea asked, do you guys get snappy with each other? (laughs) (laughs) No. of course we do. Yes, we're we're human, and I we're both fiery at different times. I'm probably actually more fiery than Mark. Oh, yeah. Some some people might not believe that, but <laughs> I'm like a slow ember. I burn very You're slow, Scorpio. and then yeah, Mark will point out that I'm Scorpio. <laughs> uh, but I will it, when I when I pop, I pop hard, and so yeah, I'm definitely. I think we can get snappy, but usually. Mark is pretty good. If he's snappy, there's usually, he's either hungry, maybe he's tired. It's like a kid. (laughs) He's either hungry, he's tired, or he hasn't got enough attention. It's really simple. (laughs) It's one of the three things. So I But I'm also probably the one that, I'm the one that comes back and starts communication again when we- uh, I'm much more complex with my snappiness. And you're, yes. I'll just sort of, I'll start up and, you know, start that community, not let it go too far before we sort of, okay- yeah, I'm like I could hold on. I could be like I could hold on to a she grudge. She could hold on. I'll be like, oh, you don't want to talk to me? I won't talk to you for days. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I usually forget. I just even forget what we were fighting, what it was about. So it's not that important. Um, you know, life's too short. It's not that important. You know, I might get heated in a moment and then uh, get over it, and there's no point in in holding on to it. Well, that's actually leading up to our next question mm. from Anne VLZ. Um, what do you appreciate most about each other when it comes to tense situations? It's a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, people are, I'm just, people are, people are assuming there's going to be a lot of tension well, in the air, which I think, air, we, which I I mean, I think makes had, sense. T- but it's not really, I mean, we've had like familial stuff. Mm-hmm. I have um, stuff going on with my mom mom's health and stuff. So we have outside tensions that are making, they're certainly adding to our tension. So the question is, what, what, what do we... What do you appreciate most about each other when it comes to tense situations? Uh, so when, 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 I, when I get upset with you, how do we, what do we appreciate most? Well, what do you appreciate most in, I guess, when, it, when we're in a tense situation, like maybe how it's handled, like how you were saying, oh, well, I'll start off. Yeah, it might, it might be harder for you to... <laughs> Um, intense situations, uh, I would say what I appreciate is that you are maybe not in the moment, but, um, afterwards you, you always want to reconcile. You always want to, uh, you know, 
fi- maybe figure out why we got there, but less importantly, you want to figure out like how to get, you know, more recalibrated yeah. or more importantly. Yeah. Yeah. I think some of that comes from my like past and, you know, appreciating that who knows what's going to happen tomorrow, D- not wanting to put off, not want to say I sort of grew up under, not grew up, but once, you know, when I was a, a teenager and beyond, that's the point, like, I don't know, don't, don't go to sleep angry. Don't go to sleep upset if at all possible, because you just don't know, you know, how many yeah. more days you have things, things happen. And, you know, it, it's a sort of dire way to look at it, but it also allows me to sort of, sort of see that, you know, what's the point in holding on to that? So that, yeah, that's just part of who I am. I think I'm a little bit more, I might be quicker to get riled up, but I'm also much quicker to let things yeah. go. Yeah. And you, I guess I- uh, I'm the opposite. It takes me a, a while to get there. I don't like- Well, not at this point. I'm not but as we reactive. Have, you're not as reactive, except we have like 20 years of yeah. things <laughs> that are built up that you sort of can hold on to. So it, it, it can be quicker mm-hmm. now, but that's based on, on a long time. So- um, I'm less quick, but I don't have a problem going to bed mad. Like I, I actually dislike that whole, like, don't go to bed angry. I'm like, I'm going to go to bed freaking angry tonight. I'm mad. I'm going to stay mad. And then, which, you know, that's just me. And I, and Mark is much. It's tough because then I don't have a good night's sleep. I know he's, he, it bothers him a lot more and I'm, I'm hard. But no, (laughs) now let me, I have to come up with an answer. What do I appreciate? It might be hard. Like in a tense situation, I'm not, I'm probably pretty. I know this is like, it's tough. I think you need to say you're so so nice so much of the time that I really like in the tense situation, there's nothing really great I think about it's, it. I think it's really hard for me because, and it's not a persona you put on to everyone else. You truly are that way. So other people don't see that side that we all have, but like right. I get, I get that side. So it, it can be pretty pretty hard and pretty brutal knowing that I'm the one that you're like, that, I want the nice life. Yeah, I want yeah. The, so I appreciate all the other stuff so much of the time. Um, because I, I don't really appreciate when things get te- how you are when, when things get yeah. tense. I think the answer is he's, he gets tenser quick, a lot quicker, but he also gets over it a lot quicker. Yeah. And I am not as tense most you know, most of the time, but when I do get tense, oh, stay it, away. Yeah. And it's like, I would say like, you're my, I like you until I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I like everybody. So let's see. What, what are some other ones? Let's see if there's any mm. that are not about acting like a child or being tense. Yeah. Well, actually somebody asked, uh, Jen lives life sharing your experience, raising a vegan family. This is probably less about the, how, how we're handling. The question was really about, you know, questions about being together all the time and that type of thing. But I liked, I, I liked that question. So we talked about a little bit this about on our other podcast together. Mm-hmm. Um, but things share- have changed. I think it's, it's a little different as the kids are getting older and we sort of want them to have, you know, but I, I think like as their eating habits change, the vegan part is not an issue. It's just, it's a little bit harder. It's like easy for us to be, uh, healthful vegans, mm-hmm. and it's harder as they're eating pellets change, and they still want the vegan part. But it's hard to sometimes, as especially with Jonah, as um, the vegan uh, just philosophy has never been an issue with kids. Never been an issue in any way. 
and um, with our kids. We've just, it, because they've never been anything but vegan, but when, even when they were given the opportunity to try other things out, they, that's, you know, philosophically, they never, they don't want to go against that just because it, it doesn't resonate with them. So we don't really talk about yeah. that much, but it's really so, more the... But it's, but uh, the, I think harder thing now is like, we're witnessing our son who is with us, you know, during the day now <laughs> in school, we, we don't see. get to see what he eats and he eats like it just cereal, cereal like all the time. Every meal. You know, I mean, he's six, he's like over six feet now and he just, he's got a, he's, you know, wants to eat all the time, but we're like, how about a little diversity there, buddy? Has some vegetables. <laughs> and he used to be a great eater, and he now he's like salad he's, yeah, as his favorite. And now blood. he's like fifteen, and yeah, now know. he's like whatever. So he he's not gonna, he's not gonna not not be healthy because he eats cereal all the time. But he's eating a lot of cereal in this in this <laughs> pandemic moment with almond milk mm-hmm. or soy milk or yeah. Okay, so another person asked, how do we stay best friends while still keeping the fire? <laughs> mm. I think I think I think that's probably in general. Well, they go, yeah, but I think the best friends would keep the fire. I yeah. think it's like those are two almost two separate things. How do right. we stay best friends? How do you keep the fire? I think those are both both difficult. But like when you have a one, I think the other one sort of goes. Yeah. Not difficult with me. You're just saying. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying in any kind of relationship, yeah. you're going to go through, especially in this time, having our moments and, and things. But like, I think the fire is there when we are feeling like we're best friends. Oh yeah, absolutely. I right? feel like when you're, we're like, getting along, it does, it's, it's up, you know. It it's all goes it, together. It all goes together. Right. So I think it's, um. It's when we're not it getting, is, I think, you know, yes. when we're not feeling like we're best friends or yeah. that, uh, that's when the fire, that's when, right. like, it's, then there isn't. Yeah. You don't want to be fire. around the person, much less um, touch them, you know? So I think that, yeah, I, th- I, I think know. it's being, we're uh, in a really good place right now. So maybe ask us in a time when we're, <laughs> but I, I think, I think it's, I think here's the bottom line. I think with anything, there's going to, there's going to be waxing and waning. There's going to be ups and downs because life and environmental stuff um, have an impact on your coupling and the way you interact as a couple. And I think that like now actually is a time to really, it's not testing it out, but it's really seeing how you are in a, in a, it's, it's like a lab experiment experiment where you, the, you're not changing the environment. So the environment um, you're, uh, what, what are the things called the variables, the variables mm-hmm. aren't changing. So it's, you can really work on the things that you can control, which is how you talk to each other, how you listen to each other, how you give each other space and, and give each other an opportunity to breathe and move and do all the things. So I think that even if you don't have a lot of literal space, you can use this time as an opportunity to really um, find a new level of, and, and maybe you'll find this isn't, <laughs> maybe it's not your person, who knows, but can you imagine like being early in a relationship and being... Well, early on, it doesn't, I, but I think... I mean, not, we, did, we actually early on were together a lot, but um, I think that, you know, it, it's, a, it's a way, listen, we biked cross country and we're in a tent together for three months and it was really one of the best ways to figure out if we were going to make it or break it because... 
that was our environment. Yes, we were biking during the day, but we were living together in a tent. We were taking everything with us. Uh, we There was no escaping each other. <laughs> it was like, so... But that only worked because we both liked that. that. I mean, to me, that was sexy and really appealing about you because I wanted, that was the type of person, the type of person mm-hmm. I wanted to be with right. was the type of person who would just bike across the country with me and be there right. adventure. Right, but what so I'm saying is other, you had to, we had yeah, to everything talk else about was, things that, like how we were feeling at that moment, but also big, big picture things too. So I think that this this time together could be like that, where you are maybe having conversations you wouldn't normally have because life gets very rushed. In, in a way, life is not, Life is slowing down for a lot of people, I think. Quite, I mean, maybe, maybe really slowing down, but it is, there's a lot of pauses that are happening. Yeah. I think it's also that, you know, realizing that we're in it for the long haul and that there, we've had, you know, even in the last couple of months, we've had some bumpy pieces and a lot of it tum- comes down to parenting and different parenting styles and mm-hmm. how things are and there's tensions, but ultimately knowing that, you know, we have, we're, we're here for each other and, going back to I think going back to thinking about like what's what we love about each other or what I love about about you and and what inspires me about you and sometimes it's not easy mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be I'm not saying it's not easy thinking about what's but it's like you know you're gonna have those tough times and coming back and it's like well what's remembering that like yeah that we are each other's best friends and, and knowing we that are, this is yeah. a tough time like this is a tough time and and knowing and trying to put yourself trying to put myself in like, okay, what you're going through and knowing that you're, what you're going through is just as valid and, and where your emotions are coming from are just as valid as where mine are coming from and just appreciating, um, appreciating that and trusting the other and loving the flaws as well as the, uh, yeah, the great parts and trying to see what the other person needs. And I mean, fundamentally having two people live together, grow together, maybe have children together, but at least have, you know, a, a, a life together is already a, a huge challenge. I mean, it's, it's just two different personalities. Yeah. And so I think it, this can be a great time to figure out if this is a person you want to spend the rest of your life. If, if, if this is something that's new for you, newer for you. Um, and if then, if you're already married, it's a, probably a great, a great time to really work on the things that you might have kind of just overlooked or, or let go because when regular life is happening outside of this pandemic, things can just, you know, one day can move into the next and you can just almost get on an autopilot a little bit. But I was saying that, that this is tough time because there's not, since you're together, it's like, you don't have those date not You you have Mm -hmm. to sort of make those. You have to, it's, it's just being really present and, uh, I think where and um, making the time, making the effort, because it's it's almost the more time you spend together, the harder it is mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, I think it, it's just you start taking things for granted. So it's mm-hmm. it's doing the things that are a little bit extra. I think you need even more the more time you spend together and making those so everything doesn't blur together. There still are those special times, and there's times for romance, and there's time for love, uh, and affection. And that can be tough when you're in a small space and you're with, uh, you have children. And, uh, but I think it's like really important to set aside that time 
where it's not about the little things, not about the day-to-day things, not about the grocery list or the, uh, you know, what we have to do for the kids. And it's looking at the big, the big picture, because that's usually what got you into, that's what drew us together mm-hmm. in the first place. It wasn't about like what we had to do the next day. It was about like what we wanted out of life. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Well, I'll end on one note, which was, I had to bring this up because somebody said, um, how did you tack 1983? How'd you find this gym coffee every morning? Do they clone him? And I always say, no, they didn't. They broke the mold. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for joining me today. But my, also the I original do, and the only the other piece is like, even when you wake up, cause, cause, um, you're not always your best you in the in the morning. No, I'm not. So sometimes like that's my way also. It's a great way for me to be able to say, I love you despite your crankiness, despite even sometimes because you go to bed and sometimes can be upset. And Mm -hmm. I even though I don't like that, that's like my like peace offering in the morning. You're never spiteful. Like I never, you know, spiteful. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not bringing you the coffee. It's a really nice sort of, silent equalizer yeah, yeah. so yeah, like, and i know that makes you happy and it's a way of of my showing my love for you without having to use use words where to say like hey you know no matter what i'm it's here it's lovely you. it's lovely it is so if you can find one thing like that that you can give to your spouse um daily <laughs> bring, bring <laughs> coffee in bed whatever it is it's wonderful well thank you i love you for that and so much more And thank you for being here and being honest about living with me and living with me during this time of quarantine. And, but everybody hang in there, hang in there, be gentle on yourself because it's, it's, it's um, it's really tough. It's really tough. And it's hard to like, we we were talking about it. Mark and I've talked about it. I've read about it. I've talked to friends about it. It's like, everybody is feeling this collective grief and then also feeling like you have time and you've got to do stuff in that time. And it's kind of like, no, your brain is fried and and overwhelmed with what's happening. So productivity is not necessarily a an, a goal right now. It's right. Just, We've been doing more mundane productivity, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. major clean things that I don't have to think about. Yeah, It's just really tough. And that's, I guess it's just being being okay with that just yeah, doing the best okay you can yeah doing what you can and it'll shift when it when it, when it and be shifts, like mark hyman just like i say like be like larry like my dad who is just uh such an amazing human being and who loves mark so much but be like mark hyman and you know don't go to bed angry and <laughs> forgive easily yeah. try and get over it um that that'll help especially in this time where you are probably going to get in more squabbles and stuff like that just uh shake it off shake it off Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.